John. You can do this. You just go and you don't look back. My whole life I prepared my son to lead humanity in the fight against the machines. On this night, we take back our world! But there was one thing I could never prepare him for. The machines tried to rig the game. Sent a Terminator back to the time before the war to kill my mother. I'll go back. Let me save her. Welcome to Paradox, the time travel podcast. I'm Nick Hurwich. I'm Phil Hornshaw. We're the co-authors of the book, So You Created a Wormhole, The Time Traveler's Guide to Time Travel, and the brand new-ish Space Hero's Guide to Glory, How to Get Off Your Podunk Planet and Master the Final Frontier. Here on the podcast, we reach our hands into the deep, tangled webs of time travel movies, books, and TV shows and attempt to untie, demystify, and analyze the time travel therein. Things are going to get complicated, confusing, and weird, but our hope is that by the end of each episode, you'll understand your favorite time travel stories on a deeper level than ever before, except for today. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, it's going to get weird today. Yeah. <laughs> so after a, after a two-week hiatus, sorry, we took vacation again. Yeah. Nick was taking his new baby on a tour of Canada. Yeah. Had to show the savior of humanity yeah. to family before the machines take over yeah, and they exactly. never see him again <laughs> so today we're going to be discussing terminator genesis so if you listened last week by which i mean two weeks ago uh you heard us blast through terminators one through three in right. terrifying face melting fashion <laughs> i think we covered some good ground there. yeah i think so too um there's not too terribly much time travel in uh the first three terminator movies which makes it a little bit easier yeah. On us. It's mostly set up. Especially since we spent three full episodes to cover the Back to Back to the Future trilogy. So Indeed. Thought maybe we'd speed it up for you guys a little bit. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> if you haven't already, you should listen to that first, provided that you've listened or that you've watched Terminators one, two, and three. Well, I actually had this fear when watching Terminator Genesis, because you and I, I would say, are pretty well versed in time travel and in the Terminator series in general. Yeah. And watching Terminator Genesis, I was like, I don't know how audiences who haven't seen those other movies and thought about them like about as much as we have, have any idea what the fuck's going on. It's right now. weird. I mean, I think the whole movie is designed to be approached with a minimal Terminator knowledge, you know, like movie one, general grasp of what happened. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Terminator is kind of a cultural force. I mean, we're five movies deep now, yeah? Sure, but I mean, the relevant the relevant uh, parts of the story were in the first two, which are, yeah. you know, 30 years old. At well, this point. and this movie, spoiler alert, totally just ignores Terminator 2. It was just two. like, we were in the theater and there were, you know, families and their kids. And I was like, those kids are just either bored or confused as hell right now. They oh, they're were, certainly bored and confused. Yeah. Um, okay, well, without further ado, mm-hmm. let's uh, let's dive into what the hell exactly happens in Terminator Genesis oh, and God. what it means for the timeline? Question mark. <laughs> I guess we'll. I mean, out. it's it's a disaster. <laughs> okay, so what's interesting about 
Genesis before we get started is that the idea is it's approaching the old Terminator stuff, specifically the events of Terminator 1, from another angle. It's like, okay, you've come through all this time travel at this point and everything is, should be different. So what if, you know, Kyle Reese, the original time traveler, human guy who ends up being John Connor's dad, et cetera, and so on. What if he went back and everything was different because of time meddling, right? Which right. it's a cool idea. I mean, the something we talked about last time was how the Terminator movies, like they're constantly creating and abandoning rules, um, pretty much as as interesting <laughs> to yeah. that uh, that specific plot. Um, and we, I kind of came to the conclusion myself that uh, maybe don't listen to really anything that anybody says. As yeah. far as what the Terminator rules are, because I don't think any of the characters in the movies actually have any idea. And I think that is borne out here. Yeah. Right. So. Well, yeah, we talked about, you know, Kyle Reese and Terminator 1 is dropping all this knowledge about uh, the future and how time travel works. And it's like, yeah. bro, you just stumbled across a time machine. Your friend <laughs> threw you into it. You don't know shit. Yeah. You don't even know if you're alive right now. <laughs> you could be hallucinating. <laughs> Like, he doesn't know anything. This is brainstem death, and it's just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just his synapse is, like, firing off for the last time yeah. before he dies. Um, okay, so what does happen to Terminator Genesis? <sighs> it begins uh, in a fashion that the original Terminator would have started if Jim Cameron were either a worse storyteller or if he had more of a budget. Maybe if he had carte blanche, he would have showed it. So uh, it begins at the end of... Machine War, we right. call it. Yeah. yeah, it begins at the end of the Machine War, um, where, led by John Connor, the humans are mounting their final resistance. There's some other Colorado company that's going to be taking down Skynet itself, Yeah, but he's leading his team, including Kyle Reese's right-hand man, uh, on a separate assault. And no one really knows why or what they're doing Yeah, there. none of the soldiers are really up on it, but, but this John is Connor actually does. the jewel of the Skynet crown. Yeah, and it turns out to be the time machine. Yes, because this is this is the Skynet like secret weapon. Um, unfortunately, they only get there right after just just too late to prevent yeah. the T one hundred one Arnold Schwarzenegger bot. It's like already okay. Time. So some interesting things going on. Yeah, this John Connor clearly knows that time travel has happened before and right. knows that Kyle Reese is his father. This He's, seems to be the John Connor that we get at the end of Terminator One, based on all those yeah. events, right? Yes. So if you guys recall. Terminator 1 ends with Sarah making tapes for John, you know, and talking about how he'll understand all this information and have all this stuff ready to go when he sends Kyle back. Yeah. Right? So it's that it's that progression, basically. He does know about Kyle. He does know about all this Skynet stuff. He does have all the training from his mom. He's the, he's the John Connor created by time travel. Yes. With foreknowledge. Yes. Uh, which you would think that given all that, he would, you know, plan the assault a day earlier yeah, any, or something. Any, it's some sort of make other feint. I guess his feint was, we're going to be attacking Skynet elsewhere, so maybe they won't expect us to be attacking here. But it seems like the, the machines are pretty well partitioned. Well, it's the way John interacts with time in this opening part of the movie suggests to me that he he has the time travel understanding of trying to make the loop happen. Right. He's yeah. trying to recreate the circumstances of the original time travel that made him. And he doesn't want to fuck any of that up. He's expecting to get to the end of this this event and uh, and be like, yep, we won. 
Right. And the prevention of my death happened, and my dad died in the past, and banged my mom, and all that stuff went forward, and is all groovy. So yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it just so it's he seems to want to be ending. He want he wants to be ending the loops. Yeah. Um, whether or not. Well, he, no, he's he's perpetuating the loop. The way the way the original time travel in Terminator suggests it goes down is that he has to make the Kyle Reese loop happen. And then the future beyond that loop yeah, but he seems, is, the, is the regular future. He seemed to be disappointed by the fact that they got there after the machines had sent a Terminator back. You think so? Yeah. No, I feel I like really he's like, what I want to do is stop the time travel from happening. Because I think he recognized, like, I exist already. And yeah. even if he doesn't, or at the very least, let's say he wanted to stop the machines from traveling and then be like, yo, dad, now you're going back. Now go back and chill. Right? All you have to do is bang my mom. There right. will be no machines there. I mean, we're already we're already in weirdo limbo. Well, sure. Of all this, because as we talked about with Terminator earlier, the loop doesn't really make sense. You know, there's no good reason for Kyle to have to go back over and over again. Yeah. We're dealing with separate realities. We've already thrown away, or separate timelines, I guess. We've already thrown away all of T two. T two is totally not part of this discussion. Well, yeah, well. Let's come back to that so, because, but I mean, I we'll mean, like, figure out where it where it lands, if anywhere at all, in yeah. this reality. So, Ugh. okay, everything's pretty much uh, as it might have been before Terminator One, except that John Connor has foreknowledge, which right. we can say happened or didn't happen before Terminator One, depending on your interpretation. It's kind of neither here nor there. They get there, quote unquote, too late. The machines send a Terminator back. Uh, John Connor asks for volunteers. Kyle Reese, of course, volunteers. He's going to send things back. Up until now, you're like, okay, everything's pretty much going yeah. as as it would have. It's as we understand it. As we understand it would have before Terminator 1. And then things start to get weird. Gets weird so immediately. Kyle Reese climbs in the time machine naked, mm-hmm. as is required by time travel law. <laughs> um, and as he's about to uh, blast into the past, uh, creepy um, Doctor Who steps up behind um john connor and like grabs his face starts like melding his hand to his face or something he seems to be witnessing the murder of john connor just when he thought that the war was won and then if that weren't weird enough screenwriters as kyle reese is as he is traveling backwards (laughs) in time i guess like the present tense i don't know as he's flying through the wormhole like in stargate i guess he's he sees stuff which is something we've never seen in terminator before no the you know we're not aware of what the time travel is like time traveler he sees some kid talking into a mirror warning him about a thing called genesis yeah says genesis is skynet blah 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 how does right what is this even so he uh arrives in the past um well first the terminator arrives in the yeah, past and does all the terminator things that we've already seen and you're like oh okay he's arriving at griffith park observatory he's gonna be whales on meatheads, some steal yeah. their clothes but then old arnold schwarzenegger arrives yeah and and fights him and fights him it was pretty good yeah i and, like that <laughs> fucks him up he's been yeah. waiting for him uh Kari similarly arrives you're like okay he's in where, an alley he's yeah, gonna steal this arrives. bum's clothes um but then uh, he's chased down by a T-1000. Yeah. So uh, all kinds of weirdness, right? Like, first of all, Kyle goes through the motions of the event as we saw it. Like, he got ch- chased by the cops in T-1. Yeah. Um, and escaped them and got a, got his stuff together. 
And that's how he gets clothes and a weapon, and then he goes and finds Sarah. Um, and in this case, instead, he's being chased, yeah, like you said, by not even the original Terminator who just popped into existence, but a whole separate Terminator Yeah, who is a scarier one. Um, like, no explanation for that guy. Not there's all kinds of weird... The other thing about Genesis, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in this movie that's not explained. Yeah. Like, that is probably going to be explained in later movies if they get made, which probably they won't, but... Because it didn't do very well? Yeah. <laughs> well, but, <laughs> but okay, so There's a lot of, like, machinations going on. Yeah, so it's clear that things are not as Kyle expected them to be. One mm-hmm. robot, one human time traveler who is himself. Yeah. Um, he gets saved from the T-1000, or from the T-1000 by Sarah Connor herself, mm-hmm. uh, who has been trained, we find out, from a young age by this older uh, T-800 model, right. um, who is the older Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. who uh, she calls Pops. Yeah, Pops. Pops apparently arrived when Sarah was about seven, and her parents were killed, and he saved her. Um, and has been raising and her and training he, they've her been ever expecting since. these Kyle Reese events to go on. Yeah. And they have all kinds of weird foreknowledge of the future already. Right. And a different plan also, which is weird. So there's, yeah, this this is like, again, you know, this is so, all in the first 15 right. minutes of the movie. So skipping over <laughs> skipping over all the action, let's, we don't need to talk about any of the ins and outs. No. But, um, do they, I think they kill that, or no, the, uh, the, the Schwarzenegger bot chases them down, but they eventually kill it, right? What, the T-1000? They, no, the other one. They fight him again. Yeah, yeah. well, they kill him on the spot. Do they? Yeah. I thought they fight the him Griffith one more time. Observatory. I thought Kyle had to fight him in, under the, in the sewer part. No. I'm pretty sure. No, that's the T-1000. No, they fight both of them, because they no. melt the T-1000, and the other guy is the robot. Oh, it's because the T-1000 drops his, his uh, yeah, that's what nonsense it is. metal goop <laughs> on the remains of the... T eight hundred. Yeah, because they bring and the, then it brings him back to life, yeah. which is a setup for the very end of the movie, which yeah. is dumb as fuck. But right. anyway, okay, thank you. I was, yeah. I, I thought so. Okay, so anyway, again, metal T two ruining all future Terminator sequels. Never mind the time travel; it's just as nonsense. It's weird robots without circuitry that can do anything. Nanobot um, technology. Well, yeah. So there's um, a number of things going on. But anyway, okay. yeah, they like fight him and kill him, and they kill both those Terminators. That's what I was getting at. Yes, eventually. Yeah. But it raises a lot of questions. Like, okay. Well, we, we talked a bit last time about how uh, it's never really clear what the rules of time travel are. And it's like, if you can travel to any point, why would you not just do that? Why <laughs> wouldn't you travel? Why wouldn't you send robots further back and further back? Right. And, you know, what almost works for the first three Terminators is that, oh, maybe there's a limit to how far you can go, which is why John's yeah. always a little bit older when there's a new instance of a Terminator, right? right. They can't go back any further than that. Or there's some sort of interference this kind of throws that out the window seemingly oh yeah at least at this point of the movie because you're like oh okay well they did that they sent uh they sent a robot back to sarah's childhood to try and kill her then yeah um uh, when she would seemingly be more defenseless so that implies like an extra time travel loop that we don't see first of all oh yeah no there's a whole i mean we're we are out the window with timelines at this point. Yeah, we have no idea. <laughs> I mean, it could be, you could just pick it off of a long list of them. Right. Additionally, because they have foreknowledge of the Terminator 1 that we've seen, Yeah. Uh, it implies that that at least has happened. Right. But then, oh, man. on the next instance, or an instance after events like that have occurred and some sort of looping 
mechanism, they went back further, which is why they know about the events of Terminator 1, even though this movie right. is overriding it. Right. Yeah, exactly. We The way we were thinking about it, if we dial back to T1, I think we had determined there were three timelines at work in that movie. You've got your original no time travel timeline. You've got your Arnold Schwarzenegger time travel timeline. And then you've got your Arnold Schwarzenegger versus uh, Michael Bean, Kyle Reese right. timeline. And that was the one we saw in the movie. Yeah. Unless you want to just say that um, there's some delay or some some other mistake well, reason why yeah. Kyle Reese is able to follow if the Terminator back we make from up, a future that should be altered. In make up new physics time. rules based on time travel, which is yeah. fully possible because nobody's doing it. Well, so. and actually... Uh, our, I think our theories about this movie may account for that later on, but we'll get there. Well, exactly. This is exactly where I'm getting to right now. So if we if we go with the timelines, we say timeline three happened, right? The movie seems to suggest that it did. Or C. Let's go with number or letters. Yeah. yeah. All right. So timeline C is that movie. Somewhere in between the beginning of Genesis and the end of Terminator 1, discounting all the other movies yeah. at this point, um, there's a timeline where Pops went back with that other Terminator. So well, that was timeline the, D, I think. Yeah. It would have been. And giving them, the, apparently, somehow, the knowledge of all the Kyle Reese stuff, but having gone back and overriding it. Except it doesn't override it because Kyle Reese still shows up. And also there's a T-1000. A whole bunch of weirdness has gone on. So right. I suggest there's, like, a number of more timelines. Yeah, it seems odd that... Okay. Well, and, no, D would be D would be the one where... Sarah was almost blown up by whatever tried to kill her. And then E would be where Pop shows up to stop it. Right. Unless. Well, unless it's. Alert. Yeah. Unless it's not actually. Unless it's just Pops. I have a theory that the movie's not really explicit about what tries to kill Sarah Connor or her parents. And it seems like maybe Pops just showed up and killed her parents. <laughs> well, so this is. It's, anyway. It's unclear because they have this whole plan with the. T-1000, like they, they have all these barrels of acid and they right. lure him into a trap and then they destroy him. Yeah, like, like expecting okay, him Okay, so too. that took some foreknowledge and what was and unclear is- Like a decade was, to set up. Was too, he, too. yeah, it seemed like they were planning that forever. Right. But that implies that they've been dealing with this T-1000 for a long time. Right. At, at least, as, at least longer than uh, Connor- Well- the Connors had to deal with the T-1000 and T-2. It suggests at least that they knew he was coming. And if he was there, before, he could have been whoever was responsible for her parents' death. He could have been the other Terminator. Well, and that was my if question. Was case, he could have been the other Terminator, except that that means that they've He was been, there for 15 years. Yeah, which right? is an insane mm-hmm. amount of time to be yeah. running from. Uh, and maybe they were out in the boonies and they were hiding and they but somehow They're still in him. L.A. Yeah. They're still they're like in the sewers of LA. It doesn't it doesn't make a whole lot of no, sense. No, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So the movie passes over that and we will also I because guess. there are even weirder things afoot. Yeah. So, so uh, then in addition to all of that stuff, uh, and setting up the trap for the T one thousand, being prepared for Kyle Reese and uh the the other T eight hundred to arrive, they've also built their own time machine. Yeah. They've just been like slowly putting it together. And I think they need Terminator pieces to make it work, right? That's the, that's the gist of it. They need these Terminators to show up so that they can use them to uh, to make their time machine work. The plan is to jump ahead and stop Judgment Day in 1997. Right. 
Although, it doesn't make a ton of sense either. <laughs> yeah, so here we go. Getting getting stranger. So, so there's some argument there. And, and what's, you know, there's some interesting interplay where um, Sarah knows that Kyle Reese is her baby daddy. But, she has all but, the information. But Kyle, Kyle doesn't know. And so it's weird for her because she's like, I'm supposed to fall in love with this dude or at the very least like bear his child and, and then he's gonna die and i and supposedly. i know he's gonna die so she although really they've already attached. changed all the circumstances i know so, why so she's he, all she's why all like die? she's all like yeah he's gonna die if i fall in love with you you're gonna die i was like none of that follows yeah with logic yeah you've already know. you've already removed the element that killed him from right. the like, equation hey, oh, they good, we saved you yeah he's, no, he's done be. but even still it's odd because mm-hmm. She doesn't know this dude. She knows she's supposed to fall in love with him, which puts kind of an undue burden on right. on any notion of romance, mm. which, of course, happens anyway. Plus, they don't really like each other at first, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kyle wants to change their plan. Um, well, first of all, hang on. Their plan is a little weird. Because, okay, if we look at T2, where... T2 is what, 92, 94? I can't remember exactly. I think yeah, I think 94 because John Connor's 10. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. So 94 um, with 97 being Judgment Day. Yeah. In 94, they just like go after Miles Dyson. They go to uh, Cyberdyne. They eliminate, they think, all the precursors of the creation of Skynet yeah. in 1994. Yeah. Like well before Judgment Day. Yeah. Good idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? Like why wait till the day that it's going to happen? And try it's, to prevent it on the It's the, the Marty McFly. Exactly. I've got a time machine. Yeah, ten, ten minutes on be enough. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know, exactly. So, um, yeah. First, I just wanted to mention that their plan is to go to 1997. Like, it sounded like like two days before Judgment Day. <laughs> like, yeah. fight Skynet. Um, bad idea. Not a good idea. Terrible idea. <laughs> um, but the argument is not about that. It's that... No. Kyle got this weird message from, uh, does he know that it's himself? That it's he his does, young child self? He does, because he recognizes his okay, world. He, recognizes, he mentions that, okay, so Kyle's little vision of his of his past. Right? While and he's it is traveling through the wormhole. Yeah, it turns out to be his past. Now, Kyle, the story of Kyle is that he grew up after Judgment Day. Yeah. And his parents, were, his parents died during the course of anarchy or whatever, nuclear war. Um, and he was... I think raised by his brother. I don't know. We're getting into other territory, but the point is that he's never known the world as before, we know. It. Yeah, right. before that, except yeah. in the he's vision. An apocalypse baby. In the vision, he sees his parents. He sees himself. They live in a nice suburban house. Like he's he's seeing the life he could have lived if Judgment Day had been prevented. Right. And then into the mirror, Kyle tells himself, the child Kyle tells himself, "No, it's Genesis. Genesis is kind of it's like." Doesn't none of that makes sense either? But, yeah, doesn't make. <laughs> but sense. But that's what that's about. He's like, it's a totally different past, right? But he recognizes himself in it. Yes. So he knows that's weird, but he believes in it so strongly that he argues against traveling to 1997 and instead wants to travel to 2014. Yeah, when Genesis is going to go online. When Genesis is going to go online, and for some reason he's able to convince them. Um, yeah, it's not important, but so they. Uh, Kyle and Sarah climb in to the time machine naked together, uh, which is awkward because mm-hmm. they don't really know each other and mm-hmm. Sarah knows they're supposed to fall in love and they travel to the future. Okay, pause real quick for a little aside. We were having part of this conversation the other day, but this is another weird thing about the rules of time travel and Terminator, which is the spatial dynamic. It's never really clear why uh, the time machine sends 
people to different places? No. Or, or what's controlling the, the spatial discrepancy between time travelers? Right. Because it's implied that, um, well, we know in, in Terminator 1 that the T-800 and Kyle Reese both get sent back to yeah. um, to Los Angeles, right? Yeah. But and in completely different parts of the city. From the, from the same place, which yeah. is San Francisco, I do believe. That's kind of central. Um, yeah, is in the Bay Area. Right. Right. And then, yeah, they get shot back to, uh, Los, Angeles. to Los Angeles. But, mm. yeah, like you said, one's way... And, like, even the elevations are different. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Griffith Park is up a mountain, basically. Yeah. Um, and Kyle's downtown. Yeah, he's just, so. like, in an alley somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's just... It doesn't make sense. It's just another another aspect of we don't get well, it. Yeah, you could, you could say, like, oh, well, maybe it's the spinning of the earth, but it's, like, San Francisco, Los Angeles, those things don't even align. I mean... Yeah, we don't know anything about how this machine works, but let's throw people into it. <laughs> and uh, well, yeah, with Kyle and Kyle and Sarah in Genesis wind up in the middle of traffic in San Francisco. Oh yeah, that's right. So they travel; they like reverses itself. They travel yeah. from LA, some warehouse in LA. Maybe you can only go into from the LA middle to of the freeze. Yeah, <laughs> there's some sort of wormhole connection, which would be great. Actually, yeah, I, mean, I would take that wormhole. Yeah. Um, so okay, they show up naked in the middle of the freeway. They cause a big ruckus because they're, you know, get hit by a car and all kinds things. of nonsense. And Pops is there. He's just been waiting because he's a robot. Yeah, so he, time doesn't so really matter. He's just like, yeah, I can wait 25 years. So, years. okay, another weird thing that had just occurred to me. So the rationale behind there being old Pops, old Terminator makes sense. It's like, okay, yeah. well, in order for the machine to travel back in time, in order for anything to travel back in time, it has to be organic. It has to be it's wrapped like, in living tissue. Yes. Yeah. This so, is the entire the entire like reason that Terminators are people. Right. Basically, is that like from a conceptual standpoint, it's like that's why it's a robot underneath is because it has to look like a person. And oh, luckily in time travel, you can as long as you wrap your your robot in in yeah. skin, you can send them through time. It'd be funny if just like these these like husks people husks traveled back and the machine yeah. stayed in the future. <laughs> It's like a, It'd be pretty a disgusting Or if you had of. like, you know, a metal plate or something. Yeah. And you jump in the time machine and like part of your skull stays back. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, uh, so, so the, the uh, explanation is that, well, because this particular, T, is it T101 or T800? Oh, I explained this on Twitter the other day and I think I explained it in the other you episode. Did, However, like, I'm going to do it again because I'm very excited. <laughs> it took me a while to figure it out. So T800 is the robot. Right. right, the endoskeleton robot. That's the 800 model. The 101 designation is the outside. Right. Arnold Schwarzenegger is T101, right? But T800 is the robot inside, and you can have any outside. There are m- different models of the skin part. Right. So 102 might be somebody else. 103 might be somebody else. But 800 is the designation of that robot, whereas 1000 is a better robot, right? Right. So that explains why... Arnold in Terminator Genesis is old because he went back uh, 15 years earlier mm-hmm. and he's been hanging around in the in his body part the is present right. is aging, is aging. Yeah. it's organic material which is cool it's cool it's however idea. when uh, Kyle and Sarah travel forward in time 20 years uh, Pops is there and he looks exactly the same no he doesn't doesn't he's not he? supposed to. I mean, he does because he's Arnold and it's the same Arnold. So he's he's aged more. He's supposed to, yeah. Well, because if you look closely, he's got they just for mend his hair, 
in right. in eighty in eighty four. Gotcha. Right. So he's got like darker hair, and then he's got he looks like Arnold now when you catch yeah, up to twenty fourteen. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, All so right. Fine. They they did try to do it. Okay. So anyway. there's there's a ruckus. They get arrested, um, which is callback uh, one of many callbacks <laughs> to past Terminator yeah. movies. They're trying to figure out and explain things. And um, who comes to rescue them but John Connor himself. From the future. John Connor, as we left him at the beginning of the movie, yeah. before he was getting murdered. Feigning uh, or pretending to be a federal agent. Yeah. Uh, and he takes them out. They're both like, what the fuck? What yep. is happening? And he's like, listen, guys, we should be friends with the Terminators. And they're like, no, that's a bad idea. Yeah. And it turns out that John Connor is uh, some kind of Terminator. Yeah, he basically yeah. what Kyle saw as he was about to travel back through time uh, was, I guess, uh, some Skynet infiltrator turning John Con- like replacing John Connor atom for atom with nanobots is what it's it seemed like. Weird, happened. yeah. There's some kind so, of like melding. So it is John Connor, but it's also not John Connor. Yeah, it's a machine version of John Connor, which kind is of. like or or all right. he's the same guy. It's a replication. He's he's apparently like yeah been mixed at a molecular level with a terminator guy so he's the same man but he is fundamentally different not the same man at the same time it's weird it's weird it's it's another confusing thing another thing we want to put a pin in is how the fuck did he get to 2014 well this is this is the whole i'm i'm waiting for this bombshell yeah (laughs) let's let's (laughs) let's keep going yeah uh so the rest of the movie is um so genesis is a new uh like operating system yeah that's launching worldwide if you saw kingsman earlier this year it's basically basically samuel l jackson's same plan yep um and we also find out that john connor has been working at cyberdyne yeah Um, so john didn't come back to 2014 to get them to get sarah and kyle john went back to i don't remember when 23 2003 it doesn't matter 21st century yeah he earlier point and he's been working at Cyberdyne on this and time travel tech also. With Miles Dyson's son. Son. And Miles Dyson, who is still alive. No, he died, I thought. No, he's in the movie. What the fuck? He's like standing by. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, whatever. I, I don't know why they made his son. Why did it have to be Jimmy Dyson? What is that kid's name? I don't know. Maybe it's Jimmy. I'll call I him should, Jimmy. I'm terrible. Jimmy Dyson. I should know all these things, and I'm just like... I've been broadsided by the fact that we took two weeks off. So yeah, um, sorry. Okay, so in addition to helping him develop uh, the machines early, like they're actually making android humani- humanoids. They're yeah. they're developing uh, the liquid metal technology, which we've he's never a, seen before. He's a Skynet and sleeper agent. And he's he's building all this shit. Their time machine, which yeah. is like their secret thing, and it appears to be the exact same time machine that we see at the beginning of the movie. That's a a whole another thing um action ensues uh they end up uh, what, what well, else they, is relevant to talk about blow the goddamn place up i mean that's what it, yeah not a ton not they at kill. this point well i mean we're we're beyond we're beyond needing to worry about really anything else that goes on in the movie except that they win they destroy skynet they destroy john connor Right, you using know. magnets. Well, yeah. using the time machine. Magnets. Because yeah. it's not covered in biological material. Yeah. Um, well, the other thing to note is that seemingly Skynet, as it's becoming aware, like we see this process, yeah, which is a little odd, and it's talking, and it looks like whatever. Who's the Matt guy? Smith. Matt Smith. 
um, who is the one who who mouth murdered John Connor at the beginning <laughs> of the movie, stuck his fist in his mouth. Um, he that's what Skynet looks like for whatever reason. Um, I guess he's a, a Doctor Who fan, and through that process, Skynet seems self or seems to have knowledge of everything, like forward and backward. So even though we're seeing him become self-aware in 2014, he seems to know uh, what happened at the beginning of the movie, which took place in 2029 or 2032, 20, 2029. Well, he, I mean, he kind of does. I don't know. We're not super, they're not super clear on this. I guess it's possible that John Connor, I mean, like input that. John's in there. I'm sure like. So that's kind of a hand wave. Well, and I, I kind of feel like he's guiding Skynet in the direction he wants it to go. Right. Which is, you know, to be basically to be more ready to win the war at the front end of the war. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, they're they're developing all kinds of stuff that Skynet had to R&D itself, seemingly, after the start of the war. I mean, Terminators are a late development in and of themselves in the timeline as we know it in Terminator 1. Right. Right. Like that shit they didn't come up with till later. Yeah. They didn't come up with T-1000 until way later. Most of this technology was developed post post nuclear apocalypse. Yeah. So by him, you know, having all this stuff already going, you're putting Skynet in a much better position to win immediately. Yeah. After nuking everybody. Correct. So I I read it as I read an article um uh from Entertainment Entertainment Weekly that supposed that everybody has weird knowledge of everything. Skynet seems to know everything that ever happened in every timeline. Which I don't I don't know that I agree with that based on the text evidence no, I don't of the think movie. That's true. Um, it's a good article and I'm going to link it in the notes, but I don't think it's a, I don't think that part of it is accurate because I think John Connor could have been seeding that information. Anybody from the future basically is already messing with everything with their future knowledge. So quick non timeline, uh, <clears throat> non time travel note about this movie and, and John Connor is that he's basically his, his power, his, his terminator is that he's nanobots, yeah. right? Um, which is actually kind of cool, and it's a good idea, and it actually makes sense because nanobots are a thing. It seems like a a scary future uh, potential conclusion of where nanobots could go. Yeah. Unlike liquid metal, which doesn't make any. Well, liquid sense. metal, liquid metal is a a nonsense idea, as far as I know. Yeah, it is. Right. It, well, nano machines if, are in Terminator Three. Yeah. Though, but, but this is like a scarier, more yeah. advanced. My, well, this version. is much more like probably closer to science but what's kind of funny about it is that closer to science quote unquote (laughs) it's supposed to be the advancement but given that liquid metal is not a thing and defies physics and logic of all kinds it seems like that's the better version like if you're like okay we're gonna seed our ultimate warrior in the body of uh you know humanity savior make him well maybe they don't have the ability to make him a liquid metal dude well that seems like he's still shape changey isn't he yeah I mean, well, it's just like grounded and well, grounded, yeah. quote unquote. I don't know. It just is. <laughs> I know, right? We're having them both in the same movie only only exacerbates the. It, you know, it shows. Yeah, you, the discrepancy. Like here, look, this, both of these things kind of do the same thing. Only one doesn't make any sense, except that CGI computer technology in 1992 could render it really well. Right. Yeah, it was easy to do and it looked good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyway. So there we are at the end of things. Um, after winning the game. Uh, uh, oh, it's worth noting also that they run into young Kyle Reese at, yeah. at one point. They save his life from uh, 
Where are they? How did I, he end up there? I don't. I don't, I don't remember. Know. They're at the police station. Oh yeah, that's right. They're at the police station because they fingerprint actual Kyle Reese. Oh right, and it comes and, back as he's being a twelve year old, and they're yeah. like, "This doesn't make no sense." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they bring in him and his family for questioning, and then they. Well, and, and there's it this turns moment. Into Terminator nonsense. There's this moment where, uh, so so earlier in the movie, Kyle quotes Sarah back to her where yeah. she's like you know in a straight line you can do this just keep going or something like that yeah run right. in a straight line but he back. claims to remember her saying that to him and she knows the line because it's what she says her father said to her shortly before he was murdered by a terminator um but uh, so in this moment when they're escaping the police station sarah's helping the reese family escape and yeah. Uh, young Kyle Reese is all afraid, and she says that to him. So we're like, oh, okay, this is the thing that right. Kyle Reese is remembering. Well, uh, which is like, okay, well, we'll come now, back to that. But what's hilarious sec- about it to me is that they're in a parking garage on winding stairs. Yeah. So she's like, in a straight line, just keep going. <laughs> just which, run to which the- if he actually followed that advice, he just hurtle over the <laughs> railing and die immediately. Yeah. Now, or slowly. The element of the uh, that memory, I can't. I want to say that's another vision from his stupid being in the time stream. It doesn't show thing. it to us. I, I thought, don't think I does thought it? it did. But Maybe it does. Yeah, out of context, like just the hand, oh, just okay. the drawing. He doesn't right. really know where he. Or he yeah, may, maybe might, he sees Sarah. But I think that we don't. Have I don't think DVD it just guys. like pops into his yeah. mind, um, which is it kind of implies that maybe these timelines are melding. But I think you're right. I think it's one of the visions that he has. Yeah. So anyway, um, so at the end, after they've won the game. Uh, they go to... John gets all murdered John gets super murdered. <laughs> um, but Pops survives. He, yeah. like, becomes a liquid metal bot. Yeah, he gets, he gets all He gets out. Uh, revived by the liquid metal, which was he established He gets upgraded by the liquid metal. Big side. Yeah. They drive to the Reese family house uh, and pay him a creepy visit. <laughs> Um, which is like the parents aren't around for this visit. You think they'd be like, "Get the fuck away from us!" <laughs> hey, you know who you are. Hey, thanks for saving our lives, but also, yeah. How this did about? you find our address? <laughs> um, but uh, the end of the movie is Kyle tells his younger self, "Hey, I need you to do me a favor," and he gives him he gives his younger self the message that his young self gives to him in his vision when he was traveling. In Genesis the past. is kind of Genesis he has to go is see it blah 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 and whatever the year is and so then the implication is that uh the vision that kyle reese had while traveling through the wormhole he himself seated yeah in this new timeline All if right. you're following along the rules there are no rules at this point fuck we're, <laughs> but we're gonna try and make sense of it. phil and i have slightly different theories but we're gonna we're gonna yeah. try and uh tackle this Okay. You want to do yours first since yours is more of a timey. Because mine, I'm going to fucking burn it all down. Right. <laughs> all right. So I was I was thinking about this and I was thinking like, okay, you know, in the last episode, we're trying to break down timelines. A, B, C, what's going on when and what timeline are we in? Yeah. And How many would it take for us to get to this point? What, it, what extends from where? So I was thinking about this and the, the timelines and how it all lines up and, and where does that put us? And if this is... You know, the setup to Terminator 1, but it's different now than what happened to Terminator 
2 and 3 and why why does pops remember terminator 1 but not those other movies that happened etc cetera, etc cetera. so the strong implication of this movie is uh that there are multiple timelines yeah that it's not a single timeline that is being rewritten by time travel over and over again but rather that timeline is ha- time travel is happening from a timeline a say to timeline b which is different than before actually we should even call it numbers so yeah from a timeline one which could which before we we're like okay that timeline one could have any number of iterations that we were we were labeling with uh letters right yeah um, those were splinter tangents off the original yes based on changes yes right these were not we're still talking about the same timeline we're, we're going back and and altering that timeline in a fundamental way the and then you know cause and effect causes the thing to occur differently going forward so yeah. it's a, it becomes a different timeline but they're all branches off the same tree yes basically so this is like they're hopping from uh tree one to a separate tree right a, se- a, a second tree a second mostly um, identical tree yeah okay so that that kind of follows you can kind of you know pick that up like okay they're tra- they're not traveling from uh from their own future to their own past they're traveling to a past in a different timeline right which has a lot of different implications it means that you know the future for the timeline that they're now in is not the same one that they came from uh and it's also not the same past that they came from no and they can never actually affect or get back to their own future nope because they're affecting a different one. Nope. Yep. Which, exactly. which again, that still accounted for here because uh, that's why you have the Terminator 1 setup, but none of the other stuff. However, the wrench that Terminator Genesis then throws into, into itself. Yeah. Into is, this fairly elegant idea, actually. Is <laughs> that John Connor travels back from this future to you know 2007 or whenever it is right. which he shouldn't be able to right one would think in the same way that i mean i guess in the same way that uh Kyle Reese shouldn't be able to follow the terminator back john right. connor shouldn't be able to travel travel back in time after where uh Kyle and um, yeah, and the T eight hundred go at the beginning of this movie, Terminator Genesis. It shouldn't be possible. He shouldn't be hanging out in the future. Yeah, he's intercepting a timeline that didn't exist before the interactions from his timeline. He's, you're talking about a tangent and a splint, like a splinter tangent and a separate tree. Right, right. And he's able to just like nail it. That's like throwing, it's like throwing a dart at a bunch of uh, into a forest and <laughs> like hitting one particular branch. Right. It's weird. So here, here's my thinking. I'm just gonna lay it out, and and we can we can pick it apart from there. Okay. Well, what's the difference between uh, traveling within the tree that you're in and jumping to a new tree? Based on the information that we have and the the, the many weird turns that Genesis takes, my thinking is that you stay in the same tree unless someone travels back before the furthest instance of time travel. So let me say that in a different mm-hmm. way. Uh, so in this movie, what's the what's the order of events? Um, okay, you have Terminator 1. Well, you're talking about the chronological order of events? Well, like, well here, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. So you have Terminator <laughs> 1. Um, and then we, we find out that a T-1000, 
went back. Let's just say it's T one thousand. We'll 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 sidestep your theory that Pop for some reason killed Sarah's right. family here. They don't show it to us. That's there's some implication that Pops is maybe an, he's an unknown factor. We don't know who sent him back or why. That's that's basically something we didn't talk about before. Right. So when I when I say that maybe Pops killed him, he seems like he might be like a rogue from a rogue cyborg from a different faction, a non-Skynet faction. But we don't really know. That's blah, doesn't matter. Yeah, it's possible. You know, in all the other terminators you find out who did the reprogramming. Yeah. And I don't think that we get the answer here. We never get any information about Pops at all. Yeah. It's actually kind of interesting. Yeah. I think they mentioned it a couple times, but he's not he doesn't he won't tell anybody. So in Terminator One, which is the setup for this movie, the the furthest back that someone goes is the T eight hundred. Is yeah. the first Arnold, right? As far as we know, in Terminator One only. When Kyle Reese arrives, he arrives uh slightly after right that t800 right and it appears in, that way anyway. and in the same timeline because they're there together right um okay so we go forward at some point in the future for simplicity's sake let's say it just follows from the events of terminator one because that's what we see a t1000 is sent back further into the past than the events of terminator one right right because it goes back to kill sarah when she's a child that then sends Sends us off to a different tree. We're in a different tree now. Reason okay. reason being, we, we had the previous tree where Terminator 1 existed, but then when Pops travels back to the past, he ends up uh, moments after the T-1000 arrived, where Sarah is. And the rest of the movie follows that way. So then you have the T-800 at Griffith Park, you have Kyle Reese uh, in the alley, in the, the shopping center, and eventually you have John Connor traveling to the past but still after kyle reese did in yeah. 20 whenever the first after the first incident of time travel apparently yeah and so, they also move forward in within their own branch yes which is how which yeah. is so the the reason i've come up with that is that account it accounts for the the splintering but also for the way that people are able to uh follow people back but within the same timeline, meaning that so you have the Terminator one tree, but sending that T-1000 back created uh, a second tree. Right. And then every instance of time travel um, after that keeps it in the same tree. So everything we're yeah. seeing is in this second tree. But at the say, like just as a thought experiment, if um, if in the future, after the events of Terminator Genesis, and when we were to send a robot or a person back before Sarah was in the woods in Big Bear with her family, before that moment, if that would create a separate tree again. Right. But And in, these trees... No, go ahead. I'm but sorry. until that happens, everyone who travels back is staying within the same tree. But the, the big implication from that, and I, aside from accounting for all the time travel we see in this movie is that no one who time travels in this movie, uh, at least to the past, is traveling to their own past, right. which is where we started with this. Yeah. So it means that the T-1000 that was sent back was sent from tree one to <laughs> tree two, and and then everyone after that, yeah. the same thing this was happening. Also in tree two. Right? Yeah. So, so Kyle, John Connor, they're all jumping trees. Yeah, and they don't know it. Not even Skynet knows it, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah. They're, everybody's operating on the wrong rules. Yes. 
Yeah. And so they all think the people and robots alike think that they can alter their timeline or their future, but actually they're jumping to a different one. And so there's still causality. There are still time loops within this tree, but the act of time travel itself creates a separate tree whereby yeah. they're they're not affecting or saving or or damaging their own original tree. The other implication, which we can talk about after you run through your stuff, is that I think what Genesis is saying, and part of what's implied by the fact that Kari seeds his own message to himself, is that this also means that the past and the future of every timeline, they already exist, like front to back, all the way through. So yeah, it's all yeah. predestination. Well, because there there has to be based on the based on the way it works, there has to be like the f- the future and the present are happening simultaneously. Right. It's not like we have to wait to get there. It's like it you if you jump to a different tree, that like the future of that tree is there also. Well, I mean that's the implication of all this, a lot of this nonsense anyway. I mean when you've got people hopping back in time, and not being instantly erased or overwritten. You know, I mean, that's Terminator wants this to fucking work. So that's kind of of what you have to assume is that if the Terminator doesn't hop back and rewrite everything before Kyle Reese has a chance to step in that machine, then there's got to be something going on as far as how time is supposed to work. And that's, I guess, as near as near a time travel-y explanation as you can probably get. Yeah, and presumably... The writers, the filmmakers were holding things back for future sequels. Seems that way. Um, more explanation of of what exactly is going on. I mean, to be fair, this is the first Terminator that kind of ventured to uh, explain at all the way the time travel worked. But yeah. it only well, ended up making things more it confusing. It doesn't really explain it. No, it just um, does Pops, more things. Pops rattles off some things, some ideas about nodes, important important time travel or important moments in history right where you know they tend to draw um i guess it it seems like he's implying i think if i remember correctly he's implying that like there are sort of you know dams in the river of time that are they tend to be similar or the same to what they always are in every timeline right so kyle sarah terminator in 1984 is one of those dams where it, it time has a tendency to get there right right even if things are different which other other time travel stories have used the same idea too you know so there's an elasticity to it or there's a there's important things that are supposed to happen and they always tend to happen in some way or form yeah you know which, which is know, both again i don't really like that idea yeah and i don't and know I don't that think, it fits with everything that we've seen no, in terminator it feels like to me it feels like a writer a writer explanation for why we're dealing with this event yeah. when everything should be different. But it also suggests to me that it's a time travel rule made up by people who, and by people, I mean people within the story. I'm not picking on the writing of the movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it sounds like rules made up by people who don't actually know yes. in the moment. Like even the machines don't really have a good working theory of, of time travel. That seems to be the case. So. Yeah, I mean, the, the other interesting thing about the machines is that as uh, in as much as they seem as naive as people, they 
they kind of have the same philosophy about time travel, yeah. which is that, you know, Sarah says, uh, you know, the future is not written. Yeah. But the machines feel the same way. They're like, oh, you foiled that? We'll try a different thing. We'll try thing. a different one. We'll, the, keep we'll try a different it. thing. We'll try a different thing. And even fascinatingly enough, it doesn't ever work. And, you know, the the limits of Sky, Skynet's knowledge are interesting in that um, it's never clear like how much Skynet has any idea of what it's tried to do in the past, especially since you would think that changes in the past would change the future of Skynet. Like, yeah, but never. Or so if, like, why does it keep trying these things? It's like, Oh, well, we'll try it at a different time. Well, how do you, yeah. Who gave you, you that idea? Different. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, but yeah, well, you're, but if you you're, were changed, you were already a different Skynet right now. Well, which is true. Whether it's, it's rolling one, my eyes. Whether it's one timeline, which is, you know, the issue that we've had with Kyle following a machine into the past, or if you think you're traveling to your own past, but actually you're in a separate timeline now. Right, exactly. Like, you don't don't realize that. You have no way of knowing that. Well, and it also means that all the information you bring with you from the future is actually suspect yeah and you're not sure how much of it is real yeah whether it's causality or timeline jumping at all we should also mention that when nick's talking about all these different trees um they tend to be identical timelines or close to identical timelines but they are separate actual timelines which is weird it's a weird concept but you know like well if you want to if you want to borrow from where i'm going to go with it they're almost like separate universes and um, they have developed similarly enough that they seem to be more or less identical, um, or they're functionally identical. You could probably find changes, but it'd be difficult. And that's kind of what we're dealing with when we're talking about that is branches off different of timelines within each timeline and also separate timelines that are more or less identical. Yeah. It's weird. The whole thing is... It, I want to let's also take a second to say we're we're performing a whole ton of fucking mental gymnastics to make this work. Well, and this <laughs> like, is where this is where we started with yeah. this. It's like anyone anybody who isn't well versed in time travel sitting there watching it would just be like, "What?" Yeah. Or I mean, I guess the other version Even if you is are that, though, like I think our, you know, reading of a movie is obviously colored by we're thinking about that stuff. Yeah. And I was trying to imagine like, "Okay, well, what if I didn't give a shit at all?" I guess I would just like take it at face well, value. Well, exactly. I think that's the way it works at face value if you have like the ver- the barest idea of the but time But that's travel. what's weird is like Genesis seems to want to explore these ideas. They seem central know, to what it's, it's trying to do. So it's like if you want people to ignore it, I mean, maybe that's why the movie didn't do very well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of one of those movie questions where it's like, is this writing chasing, you know, a series of set piece ideas that we, they wanted to do? And right. also, is it easier... Well, we've got old Arnold, and we want to do another Terminator movie. How do we do an old Arnold Terminator movie? Sure. And let's make up a whole bunch of shit, (laughs) you know? That's kind of... There are plenty of things that work in this movie, but it it just compounds itself. I mean, I'm not... A lot of people were down on the concept. I was interested in the concept from the beginning, the idea of revisiting the old Terminator with weirdo time troubleness. But then you've got the jump to 2014, which is basically just feels like an easy, you know... An yeah. easy change to get it's you up to modern. just three boom smash. Well, and also just to and like... John Connor Well, it's just now when we shoot in San Francisco, we don't have to worry about making it look oh, like yeah. slightly older San Francisco. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or anything like that. Well, and you don't... 
You don't think it's time travel at all, right? You just um, think it's... Not really. Okay, so here's here's my go at it. I don't know that there is any time travel in any of the Terminator movies at all, except maybe... Well, no, the only one that actually is, is when they jump forward in time from 84 to 2014 in Genesis. Hmm. All the backward time travel is not time travel. That's my theory. And the reason for that is none of this shit works <laughs> as time travel. You just explained a really long, really involved theory that uh, takes a lot of it into account, but also has requires a lot of like caveats and yeah. side discussions and like you're you're forcing it you're yes. forcing it to work. Yes. Or it's forcing you to work actually yeah. is, more, <laughs> is more accurate. I'm gonna go with what if it's multiple universe theory and every time you think you're jumping in time you're actually jumping laterally to a new identical slightly identical universe of a thousand or of infinite universes so that gets weird in a hurry however it's i think less weird than trying to make all these timelines work because one okay so there's a lot i think there's a lot of evidence for this one causality is not causality as far as we know in terminator right like like we were saying how does a terminator go back and start to earn and attack Sarah Connor. Um, and then Kyle goes back like 15 minutes later and they run into each other, you know, like how is there not when that Terminator hits 1984, he's already way back there changing things. Right. Right. Or he should be. Yeah. Uh, as we understand causality, the movie doesn't follow that. Yeah. Terminator two, same thing. The movie doesn't follow it with the two Terminators. Um, they eliminate Skynet. Supposedly they destroy it from Cyberdyne. But well, this is part of why I was cyber. saying that it seems like the timeline's written both ways in every direction because right. it, it's well, like there it's like all time is happening but see, that simultaneously. That the, my trouble with that is why are we watching any of this? If it, yeah. <laughs> well, exactly right. Like it's if it's already determined and it's already happened, then there's no free will involved and there's no characters and there's kind of ruins storytelling for you. So I I, I reject that in as much as I it's boring to yeah. me. So like, I, and, but I also, I think this is actually a more accurate way to present this is that every time these terminators are hopping through time, they're going, they're winding up in somebody else's universe. It's a pretty good copy of their universe, but it's not the same. Right. And this is especially during Genesis. Genesis is a fucking mess. <laughs> right. But you get, ins you get issues where like, so if you've got Kyle, and John in 2027 or whatever it is, um, when they are fighting Skynet, and they travel back in time into a time where you've got Pops, who is back in 1975 or whatever. How are how is that future what follows from the Pops' past? Yeah, right. We're already getting all these like weirdnesses. So, but if you've got a situation where Pops left his his timeline. And went to another universe and wound up there. And then Kyle leaves his timeline and also goes to another universe. Then you don't have a causality issue because you're somewhere right. else. And same thing. How does John then then jump from 2027 and wind up in 2003? And it's all the same intersecting timeline. Even though they're back and forth, people are in it, changing it and shit. Yeah. You know, it's because he's popping laterally. He's not going back and forth. Yeah. And the only time this fucking the movie fucks it up for me is when they pop forward from 84 to 2014. Right. Because that is, as far as we can tell, an actual time jump forward. However, yeah, and, and there's evidence of people who saw them 
Yeah, well, uh, although you can, I mean, you can make it work. The fun thing about multiverse is that the universes are identical to the point where you have other people in those universes. It's kind of like what happened with Marty, where he's like vacating a spot by leaving and somebody else is coming in and filling it, another version of Marty. Right. Right? So you can you can even, I guess you could even say that it might be a, a lateral move when they go forward in time. They're hopping sideways. Well, except for uh, the... Uh, well, it's it could be somebody else's pops. No, could not, be somebody not else's. The, uh, 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 what's his name? The cop. Yeah. J.K. Simmons. The but that's Simmons the thing. Character. Like, if the universes are... Um, identical enough right. right then they had similar interactions also yeah right and we don't really know we don't sit there with pops we sit there with the time travelers so we don't know if they're moving laterally or not but because there are infinite universes there are infinite possibilities that these universes are are close enough well and so that's you know? another interesting thing is that not even in this movie do we ever see anyone setting the time machine Right. The time machine is basically this does. magnetic nexus at the at the center of this big metallic room. Right. And it's not it's not like the DeLorean where you're like I'm going to uh you know October 15th 18 or 1985. Yeah. You just kind of get in it. Right. And like And somebody says the they best. set it for you. Yeah, or maybe <laughs> or maybe you just like set it to the same settings it was already at if there are settings, but you know Maybe, and this is kind of like a goofball answer, but it's like maybe we're giving the machines too much credit for their planning. I mean, we see yeah. in, in Terminator 1 and 2, uh, the Terminators arrive and they're looking for John Connor. Well, so they're, yeah, they're, you, they're it, only, they only have post-war records to go on, Right, basically, is the idea. So they actually have to go back and like do the grunt work. But, but my point is that you could read from that that they're arriving. They don't know where they're going to end up, and they're, they arrive in whatever time it is whether it's 1984 or 1994 they're like okay where am i uh more importantly where is sarah connor or john connor yeah and they're not they're not like oh i'm here i am in 1994 time to go uh to the arcade to intercept john connor they could they arrive they assess where they are and they figure out what their mission is based on whatever time they've ended up you have a so you have a series of programs and you execute the one based i mean that's an off-screen. Sure. We don't we don't see them assessing where they are. We only see them, okay, where's Sarah Connor in the phone book? Yeah. You know? Um, they don't care where they are. The T-1000. They don't really care where she is. Well, I mean, in 94 and 84, the difference is the T-1000 goes immediately to his shit and looks for John. Right. Right. So he, at that point, right, he, he, kills, he kills a cop and gets in and looks at the police computer. So if there was an off-screen... Finding out 1994 thing. Actually, no, I think that movie kind of kills it for you. Because he basically, I think, wakes up and immediately takes over the car. Takes the cop car. Yeah. He fucked well, up. Well, again, it would be an it would be an off-screen thing I, where they yeah. would they would be like, oh, here I am. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it does... It do, I, or maybe they, like, look at the stars. Right. <laughs> figure it out, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> oh. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's nonsense. Is the kind of the the, all, all I was getting at <laughs> is that it fits into what you're saying, which is that you know maybe it's not so planned, and they're just throwing every time. It's just yeah. hop in, and we're gonna try and do this. We're we gonna try. And, I mean, the implication of this movie and past movies, correct me if I'm wrong, is uh, that you know the the time travel is Skynet's last ditch effort. 
Right. You know what I mean? So maybe it's not done or they don't know as much about it as they'd like. Or, I mean, yeah. the humans certainly don't. No, yeah, they're just kind of go for it. Which makes it especially weird that Sarah and Pops build one on their own. I know. Well, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of write-arounds. That's kind of the problem. But I do kind of think that if you go with the multiple universe idea and you say that everybody's moving laterally and they don't know that they are, this is, this is important. One, you're able to approximate where you want to arrive when you hop in the time machine, but you're not in the same timeline, like you said. It's a different tree, but I'm I'm saying it's like altogether different world because it's just, I feel like it's a little cleaner, basically. You don't end up with the fucking shit to deal with of time travel at all, <laughs> which yeah. is kind of handy. Um, but you still like can dial in a year, right? You're still arriving in that universe or you're arriving in a universe that are that exists in the present at that year because you have infinite possibilities, right? right? So the machine is doing a good enough job of like pinpointing another place, you know. It's weird. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like shit that. going on. You, th- you know, when you to, throw like, a dart, you're aiming for a certain <clears throat> section of the board, but right. maybe that's not exactly where you hit, or you do hit that section, but you know, you could hit one end of the, that, you know, of the twenty. Yeah, yeah. Or, or exactly another corner of it. Yeah. So, like you said, it's an imperfect science, and yeah. I don't think they necessarily the know what they're doing. That. But what this allows for kind of interestingly is that you get around all the causality stuff and then at the end of genesis like you have that movie just does just clears the table like <laughs> it flips the table in fact it just ruins all of terminator up to that it's like okay well john Connor's dead and he doesn't matter and he's gone he hasn't even been conceived we're in 2014 now he was supposed to be born in 1985 right right um Skynet is a completely different thing and destroyed, but also not destroyed because that's the post credit stinger. Is that maybe Skynet's still uh, alive? Yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, maybe dumb. Skynet's still alive down in its bunker of, of rubble. <laughs> right? So, But also, like, when was that? 2014. When? No, no. The bunker of rubble. Oh, well, it was post blowing the place up at the end of the movie. But was it then or was it in the future oh, where the movie began in a different fucking tree? That's why it's like, well, it's I, unclear. I assumed that it was because then they drive off into the sunset and I assumed it was like, and then also, but maybe Skynet will be back. Yeah. But it, 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 my point is there's no, there's no visual no. Uh, evidence, it, whether by text or just like you right. know, seeing a, a marker tree or no. something. Yeah, we don't know. Tell we you have no idea when exactly that is. But, so I assumed, but basically you've reset Terminator by the end of this. And it makes, it makes no sense if you've re, I mean, they've ruined everything at this point. You can go and tell Kyle, hey, Kyle, remember to say into the mirror that they should come back to the other time. But there's no way that the future that created that situation is going to occur now. Like not even close. It's so gone. It's not like time's going to autocorrect for itself. You, you know, you stopped the apocalypse. It didn't happen. Right. There's no way for Kyle to get this dumb information well, to that, other Kyle. This is, this is why, this is part of what informed my theory because right. what's happening there in my mind is like, okay, if if timeline if timeline two is fully written front to back and Kyle Reese from Terminator Genesis is coming from timeline one, fully written front to back, as he's traveling through the wormhole, he's jumping from not only to the past, but from timeline one to timeline two, he sees that because timeline two exists. He's like like traveling through it. Yes. 
It's like, like it, it's he's like he's driving like down the road a bit. Through the, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's the only. That's the only. I mean, it doesn't. Way. It doesn't make sense at all. Like no, that doesn't, doesn't. make. That doesn't even make conceptual sense. Really, I mean, like I, I get what you're saying. No, and but it's like I yeah. can follow you with it. It's, but it's like, how does that physically work? No, it and, doesn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The right? only way to test any of this that we're talking about is if there's a sequel and Sarah Connor travels to the past, because this movie was the first time in the Terminator series where someone ran into a past or future version of themselves. Yes. That normally doesn't happen because right. Kyle Reese is an out. He's like he's an outlier. That's what makes him unique. He's an apocalypse baby, yeah. right? So he doesn't exist in the times where the previous movies take place. Uh, the machines don't matter. They don't line up anyway. And the, well, John Connor travels in this one, but he was not conceived yet. Yeah, he doesn't uh, exist in this time. He doesn't exist in this timeline, which so is so weird. The only way to figure out like are we wrapping back on ourselves or are we timeline jumping is if Sarah Connor were to travel back, can she go to that lake house and see what happened to herself? Right. Or it does that not exist because I mean, she's in a different timeline. And I don't think the movie, I don't think the movie is nearly as aware of all this as we are, as we're talking it out. So yeah. it probably will only make things worse. Probably. But. Probably Sarah Connor will time travel and will answer none of those questions. <laughs> yeah, well, probably not. it'll probably only raise new questions and make up new rules because that's how Terminator works. However, I do like my theory that they're in a completely different universe because it does have the elegant um, benefit of washing clean all the other Terminator nonsense that we've been talking about. You don't have to worry about new timelines anymore. You don't have to be like, is this timeline A or timeline B or timeline C? And are we in the loop or are we not in the loop? Is there a loop? How does causality work? You don't have to talk about any of that shit because it doesn't exist. We've never been time traveling at all. Whoa. That's yeah. awesome. That's perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Terminator. <laughs> now we can start over fresh. We can do a whole new trilogy. None of it makes sense. Doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't fucking nothing. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> it's like, that's a great solution to my mind. If you want to just like start it over and rewrite it all, just burn it all down. That's what they did. They're just like, nope, actually different universe this universe didn't have an apocalypse you prevented it good work hooray everyone you know and loved is dead and these are different people whatever yeah. whatever bad people whatever don't think about it and you don't have to worry about it so <laughs> better yet don't time travel ever uh, or uh, or wormhole jump multiverse yeah, don't thing. well don't <laughs> don't jump into a time machine without settings or, or <laughs> any kind of understanding of what you're getting into. Though so that would be that would be a fucked up time machine, a time machine that has settings, but like they're wrong. So you're like, oh, cool, I'm gonna go to last Thursday because that was a like I'll hang out with myself, and then you end up in prehistory and yeah, you're like being eaten by a dinosaur. Like fuck you, time machine. <laughs> There's only right whether it's intentional or by mistake. So anyway, okay, one last parting thought. Skynet might be the dumbest robot ever. The end. Yeah. Like, Pretty dumb. It's super dumb. Everything it does is terrible. Everything it thinks is wrong. Well, <laughs> even the fact that it makes separate robots drive trucks that it could easily make robots. Oh, yeah, sense. that's right. At the beginning of Genesis. Like, why the, the fuck robots are driving that? trucks yeah. full of stuff. <laughs> I guess there were a bunch of trucks left over from nuclear holocaust. We should we should learn to drive these. Like, why aren't why yeah. computers well, wouldn't think well, that way? Here's the other thing about Skynet is like Skynet talks about how why does it have a security gate? It's like it should, that shit should just be automated. Well, I, isn't it? Use, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's they got, do it they do trick point. it. Yeah, it's a <laughs> checkpoint. Like, <laughs> it has cars. 
Yeah. Standing out. It's basically just, it's a human base. It's a It's an ISIS base with (laughs) robots instead. No, dude, it's it's just a military checkpoint. It's just a military base that has taken over. And it didn't bother to, well, we're going to build all these killer robots, but I'm not going to bother to wire up fucking cameras so I can see what's going on. The other thing about Skynet is why would you want to be a robot and kill everybody and only have like robot dumb robots wandering around Skynet's plan is what i'm getting at Skynet's plan seems kind of not very good yeah seems like oh man i succeeded in taking over the world there's only me here now yeah good job (laughs) (laughs) like what's the goal there i don't know it seems like boring world but at least that's kind of more machine logic where it doesn't matter what the you know it doesn't need company yeah but it's alive right it's gonna play solitaire by itself all the time Unclear. forever it's free to play now, it's so it'll it's run good. out of money eventually unless it's unless good. unless it takes bitcoin it's gonna do like starcraft maps with all its little guys you know yeah. just like send his robots to fight other robots <laughs> like go through the checkpoint all right anyway thank you for joining us on this exciting discussion of terminator genesis if you have questions concerns uh life dramas or your brain is melting forward your questions to us on twitter i'm at he wizard i'm at phil hornshaw oh also if you want to engage on any of these ideas please come bother us yeah um this is the first time where we're kind of throwing up our hands a bit i mean you know we we feel pretty good about the first four episodes dude and at the this point veracity of our theories but <laughs> now we're just kind of like i mean what uh, what else can you do genesis doesn't make any sense yeah at all no we gotta get. We we should find the screenwriters and get them on. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I had fun. Yeah. I mean, it's time. just, but it's nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> it's total nonsense. Uh, next week on the podcast, we'll be discussing. I have no what idea. What will we be discussing? I forgot. Looper. Uh yeah, let's do Looper. No, I right. mean, someone has to buy it though. Do we? I mean, it's probably not expensive. Next week on the podcast, <laughs> we'll be discussing Looper. Uh. Which we wrote a bro- we wrote a breakdown for on uh, Huffington Post back when it came out, and we're largely going to be copying that article and adding a bunch of fun stuff and missives yeah. and. Woo, Looper! Get to listen to our nasally Midwestern accents for another hour. Yep. Thanks for joining us, and until next time, buy our books. Thanks, everybody. Bye.